When I was an army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and I answered them as best I could from things I picked up along the way. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast, where I try to answer the questions of the day, or at least the questions of my day. Today, the question is, what are we doing here in this water? Got a baptism today in the creek here in Pflugerville, Texas, and I'm excited for people, some of them delayed for months because of the pandemic. We're finally doing it outside in the water in the creek. It's going to be great. And we have to reflect a little bit on what are we doing in this thing called baptism. And I'm going to be talking to the people actually baptized today. And baptism is for a couple of reasons. If you're doing something and someone says, you know, why are we doing this? It's always good to have some reasons, especially something like baptism, in that we are taking our children, babies. There's two well, ostensibly babies, they're big boys now. They're one, one and a half, <laughs> almost two, delayed, but, and some older kids. In the old prayer books, they called this the baptism of people in riper years. The grown-up baptisms that we have today are baptism of riper years. And whenever you do something to a little one that they don't have any control over, there should be some rationale for it, some explanation, some understanding, um, because these babies that are being brought don't really have a choice in their baptism. And I think in our culture today, as we think about what makes something good, we look at the idea of consent, and that makes something good. The lack of consent makes something bad, and that's really true in so many areas of life. When we're babies, we are dependent on our parents. We're dependent on them for everything and our caregivers. Not all caregivers are parents. Not all parents are caregivers. Um, and so whoever takes care of us does a lot for us. Um, and of course, there's always that element of consent and a lot of even how we are supposed to raise our kids. But there's other things that like bath time, uh, now with my kids, that um, sometimes has to be done on principle or for practical reasons. And maybe they don't always appreciate it as much as we appreciate the need for it. And so baptism starts with water. It starts with a gift of water, thankfulness for the gift of water. Water is life. I got to go to the final end of the prayer movement at the uh, pipeline work being done up in uh, Pine Ridge in um, South Dakota a number of years ago. A colleague of mine, Robert Chambers, and I went. Um, and we got there too late to go to the camp encampment, the prayer camp uh, for the um, pipeline. Now, you know, I'm trying to remember the name of the pipeline. <laughs> it's like while I'm talking, I just blanked out on it. But the one in the news, uh, if you remember, the biggest one in the news. And the idea there was water is life, and you, we can't live without it. And anything that threatens our water threatens us. And this is true for humans throughout 
time and eternity, really for all the animal creatures of God. Water is life. And it has always played a central role in recreation, in resurrection, in salvation. Over it, God hovers in creation. In Genesis, the Holy Spirit vibrates, vibes over the waters. And and from the vibrations over the waters, this creation is brought forth. This formless and void water, this gift of water, becomes the birth of all that we experience on earth. Through the water, the children of Israel um, came out of their enslavement in Egypt. And then in the water, uh, the baptism of John the Baptist happens of Jesus. Jesus is baptized, anointed to be the Messiah there. And through his life and his death, we are freed just like the people were freed from the enslavement in Egypt. So this is the waters of baptism. It is the water of deliverance, the water of salvation, the water of death. This is where we pass through this new beginning with Jesus. And so what the candidates are going to be doing today is going, they're going to go into the waters of creation. Jesus said, unless you are born of water and the spirit, you cannot inherit eternal life. And certainly the being born of water is a reference to our actual physical birth because we are born by water. We still use the phrase, her water broke, to explain the first moments of labor, or at least the first <laughs> the big uh, signal to go to the hospital quickly, birthing center. And so he is also talking about this baptism of being born of water, but ultimately we are all born of water. And we are all delivered by water, the deliverance of water of baptism. Um, baptism, you know, isn't some sort of um, get out of get out of suffering free card. Um, the call to the Christian life is a call to follow Jesus, which means to follow Him to the cross. He said, "If you try to save your life, you'll lose it, and if you lose your life for My sake, you'll find it." In this water we experience the death and resurrection of Jesus. And this is where the symbolism of immersion maybe works best for this part of it, in that you go under the water and you come back out of it. You go into death and back into life. There is that gasp of air as we come up out of the water and breathe again, just as Adam had the breath of life breathed into him and he became a living soul. So we have this new life born into us. But the pouring is good too. The pouring of the water over us is the pouring of the water of the Holy Spirit. And it's important to the pouring because it comes from an outside source. While we can immerse ourselves in water ourselves, we can swim, um, we cannot always pour water on ourselves effectively. And this is where baptism is a symbol, is a symbol of God's grace coming to us. That God's, the direction of God's love is always flowing towards us, into us, through us, filling us. That is what God has, that is the direction of God's love. It goes towards us, not away from us. Even when we are helpless, even when we can't see anymore, even though we don't know fully what we're doing, God's grace comes to us. Just as God's grace 
comes to these babies in the waters of baptism. And so water is holy, water is life, water is sacred, and the new beginning of baptism is a new beginning of, of this life in Jesus, life of following Jesus. It's not the end of every, anything. It is a beginning. And a beginning that as uh, Catholic Christians, we take seriously that we are all responsible for this beginning in a child's life. That through our example and through our words, we are to raise this child as if they are Christians, because they are. They are born again into new life in this water of baptism. It is an act of faith to do this, not just to baptize our kids, but to raise them with the knowledge that God is doing something for them that we cannot do for them. And this is the giving away of baptism, that we give our children to God, and we know that God will take care of them in ways that we cannot. This is hard to do, because we are control freaks as parents. And it's important that we are. We want to keep them alive. We want to save them from suffering and danger. We want to preserve their little lives in, in a hostile and difficult world. And yet, ultimately, we give our kids to God, knowing that God will do for them that which we cannot. And so this is what baptism is for today. It is for you. If you've never been baptized, I encourage you to find a way to do that. Um, talk to me. Um, talk to any clergy person. That's something we do if you'd like to experience this new beginning. Um, to me, baptism is something that when people know they want to follow Jesus, it's an automatic thing, and they love it, and they do it. Um, and if you're hesitating, that's okay. It's okay to hesitate. It's okay to think about it and wait longer. It's a huge commitment in that you are now part of Jesus' life. So whatever Jesus is doing in the world, you're going to be doing it too. And uh, it's something to really think about before you take that step. But ultimately, the step was already taken. God has taken that step towards us. And our steps towards God are simply a response to his love, his blessings. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those here who are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.